Yeah, yeah, what up folks? How you living? It's your boy Emilio Wackbar, and I would like to welcome you to another content collaboration between the Emilio's Memoirs Podcast and for all matters with host Divine Thought. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at the Emilio Wackbar and feel free to send me an email to nsr.female at gmail.com. Once again, we're here chilling with Divine Thought. We're going to discuss a few topics that have been circulating in mainstream media. You know, we definitely got some things we want to get off our chest tonight. So Divine, what's good with you, man? Yo, what's happening, man? How you been? And despite the circumstances, I might, you know, I can't really complain right now, but you know, who will listen if I did? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Yeah, no. Everybody got their own shit going on right now. Exactly. You know. Speaking of same shit, man, why don't you go ahead and give them a few plugs before we get started? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we can get people to, you know, look into some some of the things that we're gonna be discussing while we are tagging along with this whole collaboration here tonight. Yeah, you can catch For All Matters Podcast on Kawan J Radio. Every Wednesday at 11.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time You can still catch me on YouTube for the time being And rewinding my views and everything We'll talk a little bit about that I got some thoughts about censorship I got Mm -hmm. some new ways to think about censorship too So we'll talk about that But you can still catch me on YouTube at Divine Thought And the main place I want y'all to visit right now is Odyssey and library all you gotta do is plug up for all matters when you go there and that's all it is that's what that's what it is man and for me you can check out the emilio's memoirs podcast which is available on soundcloud at soundcloud.com forward slash nonstop dash radio dash show and be sure to click the tab for the playlist and search for emilio's memoirs and you have all available episodes for your listening pleasure so with that being said, let's go ahead and get this thing started. And I think, you know, the first thing is a good topic to talk about censorship, especially we seeing a lot of that right now. What was going on, you know, on and across these platforms that a lot of us utilize to put our, you know, podcast or any kind of content that we make It's getting ridiculous now because it's like all these mainstream platforms. They're not allowing free speech anymore. They're not allowing people to speak against the narrative that's being portrayed right now in the media and i feel as though that's a largely growing concern as well as it's a big violation of the first amendment rights that a lot of us aren't really too aware of but i'm just one man speaking my thoughts on that one what are yours so at first my initial reaction is anger right Mm -hmm. like you know to be censored it almost feels like you being violated right pause but it makes you feel like like something is being done to you personally when you because they rewind my views on youtube man they minus my subscribers they do all type of shit to make it so that i don't get in these algos and get in people's front pages and recommendations Mm -hmm. and all of that and it got me thinking about like you know capitalism versus socialism it got me thinking about a lot of different things because i was thinking about it and i'm like you know on one hand you're right it's a violation of the constitution it's a violation of the first amendment in a way because Mm -hmm. they have a monopoly right but at the same time they're not publicly traded they're playing by the rules set forth by our government right Mm -hmm. when the constitution was made 
and you know this this is my lane like you know what i'm saying i'm i'm always talking about rights i'm always talking about natural law this that and the third constitution bill of rights all of that it got me thinking oh they doing what they supposed to do and the reason i bring it up like this is because we get caught up especially truthers we get caught up in the doom and gloom aspect and we don't focus on any kind of positive and in especially right now man look around you there's not much positive going on you got to focus on the positive you got to make your own positive things right so i'm mm-hmm. i'm looking at it and i'm like what well, they doing what they supposed to do because when you really know about it and see i don't want to be that conscious dude right there's a bad connotation when it comes to the quote conscious woke crowd right so i try to not get classified into that or whatever but at the end of the day man fuck it like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. at some point the conscious people got to talk consciously right like Mm -hmm. you know and then if it's ain't your cup of tea it ain't your cup of tea but at the end of the day like when i'm looking at the government they're they're bought by foreign powers Mm -hmm. so the constitution has been something that's been drilled into our head in school right when we're young we're told that the justice system like you know they take oaths to protect the constitution the military they take oaths to protect the constitution whenever the police is sweared in mayors this that they take oaths to the constitution we're told that's the law of the land but when you look around you and think about it not just i think this current psyop that's going on opened our eyes a little bit more to it but when you think back when you retroactively think about things that have been happening in life when has the constitution really ever been held up except for when it benefits the current interests of the foreign powers that own our government Mm -hmm. our government was bought out right so that brings up the capitalism versus socialism thing in my mind capitalism always leads to socialism Mm -hmm. no matter what but unless you have morality it will always lead to socialism because capitalism right when you think about it capitalism is supposed to have free markets not controlled by the government right have private businesses and private people determine the value of products goods services all of that right socialism is a planned economy which the government controls the production and the distribution of the goods and services the problem is when the people who run the government sell out against their own interests and sell out against their countrymen against their interests us mm-hmm. we the people when when we were founded as a country it was we the people for us by us right now we're not the government they sold out the foreign interest the world bank for instance it's not called the u.s bank it's called the world bank mm-hmm. that's a foreign interest right so it's being governed when you're in debt to somebody right just think about it in terms of if you owe somebody money mm-hmm. right they can ask you to do a lot of favors if if you ain't got that money for them right so like a lot of people they'll take advantage of that and keep you in debt to them they don't want you to pay them back they want the favors so when you look at it like that that's what the world bank is doing mm-hmm. and we got to quit lying to ourselves like we're never going to have a good president not with this current system and i don't mean that in some doom and gloom way this has to be spoke on because if we don't speak on it man like 
Then we're just going to keep with the political divide. We're going to keep talking about all of this shit in the middle where they divide us so they can have us focusing on the left hand while they smack us with the right. Mm-hmm. All the confusion and the deception and everything else that's used to divide us. Right. We're, we're told from different standpoints that the Constitution is still being upheld, but it's not. It's a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm bigger on natural law and common law. Which if you want to hear me speak on that, I spoke on it plenty of times. Go back to those pages with my podcast that I referenced. Not really going to get into that right now. But when it comes to the rights that we have, they're playing within the system. So when I look at it and I'm like, YouTube, yeah, they're censoring me. They're, but that's their platform. They have certain business interests. And unless those business interests are being spoke on and forwarded, like, you know, through their own platform, they have the right to do that because I would do the same thing. Right. So we're in this age of cancel culture. I'm going to let you I'm not trying to take over to like, you know what I mean? But I'm going to let you go in. But we talk about this cancel culture bullshit and that's not even real. Like, you know, they make us think that this cancel culture bullshit is real. And then they have us talking about it, whether it's good or bad and liberal and, 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 and conservative and all of this anti-cancel culture this and that man i'll cancel the shit out of somebody if Mm -hmm. if if you don't cancel people in your life and then you're gonna have some bad people around you like canceling people in life ain't bad man like so what they do is they're they're canceling out the people that go against their interests Mm -hmm. now the problem comes with the equality of it all right when are we going to look at it in that in that sense instead of being divided politically and constantly bringing up the First Amendment, which, by the way, I'm, I'm for. I'm for the First Amendment. I'm for the Second Amendment. Right? Go down to the first 10 amendments. I'm with all that. But when have they ever been upheld for the people? <laughs> it's been a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of my thoughts on it, man. You know, cancel culture, the big thing that I have with it is I feel as though that it could be used for correct reasons reasons you know like we cancel or you see so many people get canceled over seeing shit from 15 years ago or you see somebody that has a difference in opinion the first thing everybody wants to do is cancel them okay yeah if you if something offends you and you don't want that around you you have that right not knocking that not disputing that but at the same time i feel as though if we can rush to look to cancel somebody over something that was said that we did not like then look around you right now with everything that's going on why can't we apply that same mentality when it comes to the shit that we are seeing witnessing before our very eyes like we're witnessing people not being able to get out here and make a living we are seeing people not out here able to make any kind of money people not able to move about as freely as they would like to and all these other things that are being stripped from us because of this thing that they have going on that they just refuse to let die so at the end of the day my thing is if you're going to apply cancel culture or if you're going to look to cancel somebody let's look to cancel some real issues that are really affecting everybody's everyday livelihoods Affecting the fact that this person out here cannot go to work. This person out here cannot make a living. Like I said before in a, a, a previous collaboration that we did and also on one of my own podcasts, I had mentioned in New York City right now is over a billion dollars of unpaid rent 
right now because people has been out of work since March of last year. 12, 12 months and one passed already. Okay, we're here. We're going into the month of March now. I mean, excuse me, the month of April. We're going into April now. So how much longer do people need to stay sheltered in place and not being able to get out here and make some money to be able to take care of their bills and their expenses? What happens when those rent moratoriums are lifted and people now are held liable for the rent that they wasn't able to pay for the last 12 months, last 13 months? What happens then? You know, so so many people are so backed in rent that they're never going to be able to play catch up and they're not going to ever have a chance to be able to make things right that they owe right now. So we're going to use cancel culture or we're going to use the ability to cancel someone. Why not do something or cancel something that makes sense instead of, oh, I don't like the way Eminem said this, that and the third back in 1997. Here it is, 2021. And I'm I'm feeling a way about it. That's my point on it. Right. Yeah. And the thing is with thing is with that, it's a double edged sword, too, because I'm in the position with my family where we need those moratoriums right like you know in in my personal life i've been homeless before Mm -hmm. like more than once right and i know how it is to live on the street i know how it is to look at a homeless man and have him like you know like you know take from you at first and then school you to how it is to be on the street right like you know a lot of people can't relate to that Mm -hmm. i know how it is to be homeless so i understand the people who need the money because of the situation right that's what i think the point that you was getting to cancel the right things i think we need to quit debating what we see on the media when we can know that it's wrong with a level of certainty we need to move past it and my point with that is the moratoriums in general are unconstitutional they're illegal a president cannot tell a landlord to not collect money Mm -hmm. now I'm saying that because we need to talk about these harsh realities. We Mm -hmm. need to talk about this. If we want, we can't say we want the constitution and then also pick and choose because then we're being as bad as them. Mm -hmm. Right. So the problem to begin with, what was the cause and the effect? The, the effect is that we need these, we need to stay in the place that we live. Well, what was the cause of that? Right. Mm -hmm. It was the government's bullshit. The government's bullshit started it with this fake virus narrative. And I have to say it like that. And I, I'm sorry. I have to say it like that because we have to stop discussing things in a way where we keep feeding certain narratives by, by giving it a little bit of juice, by giving it a little bit of consideration. At least that's my opinion. That's the way that I'm going to approach it from now on. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about the rent. And, and the mortgages and everything like that. My, my family, my personal family needs that, right? And, mm-hmm. and they're on that program and we're worried that like at any time we could be homeless. So I understand the necess, I understand the necessity for it, but mm-hmm. also it's unconstitutional. Right. They should not be able to tell a landlord to not collect money because then you're telling the landlord that he got to go broke. Mm-hmm. Right. So we, it's no president has the right to tell like Trump didn't have the right to do it to begin with. And Biden does not have the right to enforce it right now. No right. president per constitution has the right to do anything like that to the private citizens, right. even a landlord. No, not to cut you there's, off. There's, or whatever. No, there's no way for that. Now, not to cut you off or whatever. I just wanted to get this point out.
before I lose my train of thought. But with that being said, it's unconstitutional to tell a landlord they can't make money. But it's also unconstitutional for any sitting president or any kind of government government official to tell people they can't get out here and make money to supplement an income to Word. take care of their livelihoods. So like you said, you can't have one yeah. and not the other. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's the problem because they kept people from working so much. They kept people sheltering in place, all of this. And I feel like that's always going to be in their pocket right now because they saw that it worked and they saw that there's so many people. The way that tyranny works is this. You pick the red flag of tyranny or the blue flag of tyranny. Right. And that's what that's what people are doing right now. And right now it's the blue flag of tyranny. Mm -hmm. And whenever you get 80 percent of the population to agree to a certain level of tyranny and the other 20 is like people like us right mm -hmm. that, that agree more than we disagree right when when you get people like us we're the 20 percent. we don't matter no more because our voices ain't loud enough and when the 80 percent has been programmed and and like you know just the fourth branch of the government the media when they're staring at these screens when they're accepting lies every day mm -hmm. when they're being programmed when they're being told shit's true when it's not true when they're not going and doing their due diligence and researching some of the shit that the media is telling them on a daily basis mm -hmm. when they're not taking control of their own lives when they look to daddy government for them to to help out and for them to give handouts for them to control their own safety around them with guns when they're looking to like have their health controlled like people are to the point now where they don't even want to get sick at all right and, and people forget that that's a human thing we get sick mm -hmm. right and we get herd immunity with most sicknesses right like you know there's been pandemics on earth real ones that like you know they leveled a lot of our population but we managed to get through it because me and you are alive, right? So our mm -hmm. ancestors got through it enough for us to be here. It's just something that happens. Can you imagine if our ancestors, like, you know, went and sheltered in place somewhere? But like, come on, man, like we wouldn't have never been born. Like there, there's no reason to do all of this shit now when we never did the shit in the past. Even mm -hmm. if you want to go with the virus narr narrative, right? Even if you want to go with the bullshit virus narrative, and it is bullshit that like, you know, then none of this we shouldn't be we shouldn't have ever the problem is we should have never had to shelter in place we should have just exactly. walked out if there was a virus we get herd immunity and then like whoever dies dies because freedom i'd rather have hard freedom than than easy slavery right so like if you really truly champion freedom it comes with costs Right. So that's one of the costs. We would have had to deal with it. We would have had to eat that shit. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first when this when this thing first hit me being a truther for 20 some years now, I never believed the the theory that they had with the pandemic when it first started, that it started in some wet market. or something. I never believed that shit. Batman and all of that started it. I never believed that shit. What I thought was happening was they finally created some shit that they was going to hit us with until the hysteria in my mind calmed down for a minute and then i started to realize oh that's right government doesn't want to kill us all they want to control us because mm -hmm. if they kill us all and then people like bill gates and those type of people now become the people that are controlled because people think that's the top of the ladder that's not right mm -hmm. so to keep those people at a higher elevation than us and then they need to keep us so they'll never just release something out there to kill us and then we got the doom and gloom conspiracy theory 
like all these conspiracy theorists and all of that which i get accused of being and i'm not that are like you know oh this is like you know the populations they're trying to kill us all and all of this shit even with the va double x and all of that they're they're trying to kill us all and all of that and here's how i come at that with a level of logic if they ever wanted to do that do you know how easy it would be turn off the grid if if they they could do that turn off the grid for 48 hours do you know how many of us would die mm. if they really wanted to just kill us all right and then they could just do that they wouldn't need all of this other shit they wouldn't need to have a fake virus narrative and shelter in place and stay six feet apart and all that it's for another agenda mm-hmm. right it's for a reset they're resetting the of course they're resetting it they need to reset it look at how bad look at the condition that their system was in right mm-hmm. their their pyramid it, it was it was in a it was in bad shape the trillionaires were starting to lose money the billionaires were starting to become millionaires the millionaires were looking at their bank like damn i'm fitting to just have thousands here like you know what i mean so they needed to reset that and that's their system because mm-hmm. they sold out to foreign interests our government is no longer what it was it's not it, and that's just the harsh reality of it. And if we're going to speak truly about it, that's the shit we have to say. We have to stop acknowledging what the media is saying in that respect where we where we do this dance around whether or not what the media is saying is even real or like, you know, whatever. Just don't acknowledge them. You know how much of this shit would go away? And I'll transition. Look at the shit that just happened with Lil Nas X. Like, that's this is the shit that they do, right? Whether it's entertainment media, mainstream media, whatever it is, it's all the same thing. It's all the same bag, right? They they keep you focused on if something was right or not, right? Like, you know, oh, I don't like the way that Lil Nas X was doing that satanic shit or whatever, da-da-da. Oh, there's other people that are like, well, I don't care. Like, I don't go to church. Is this and that, da-da, right? And they keep, they keep two sides. They keep a battery going, a positive and a negative, right? But the thing is, they create the battery. It's not some battery that was organic that me and you really care about, right? It's not an organic battery. It's one they create and then they have people focused on it. That was all label shit that like, you know, had Lil Nas doing that. That that, that was all label shit. That was mm-hmm. corporate shit, right? Like, so it, us, if we ignored it, it would go away. The, the only thing that is worse, it, the, let me say it like this. The thing that corporations hate the worst is when you're neutral like when they're trying to sell you something if you don't like it the best thing you can do is ignore it mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's what we have to start doing like you were saying with some of this shit that's bullshit that like you know shouldn't have never been here in the first place cancel the right shit the way to cancel it the real way to cancel it is to just be indifferent exactly like, you know that's what i'm doing in my life now when i go outside and i'm doing this i'm like what pandemic man what are you talking about what are you talking about pandemic? That's a strong word. Stop changing the definition of words. What do you, what do you mean? Like mm-hmm. pandemic? Like, you know? Yeah, I, th- I think I heard about that thing that's been happening yet. But I mean, it's it is what it is. It don't affect me. I don't so know what with you that mean. approach, how has that been like, working for you? Oh, you get resistance. Hard mm-hmm. freedom. Hard freedom instead of easy slavery. Right now, you, so just, if, you just mentioned that if term the majority right there. of us did that. If, you just mentioned no, that. No, saying you just mentioned that phrase right there. You know, hard freedom over easy slavery. Um, explain a little more, or elaborate a little bit more to the listeners out there. Exactly, what do you mean by that? So, 
being complicit mm-hmm. to the media, being complicit to the to the foreign powers that control our government, right? That's easy slavery, right? That's mm-hmm. you have everything you have everything in the stores all packaged up for you. You didn't kill that um, chicken. You didn't kill that cow. You didn't kill that uh, like you know the you didn't kill the food that you eat, right? You mm-hmm. and then chips and and sodas and all of this, right? These are privileges of the public realm. When you and their priv- see slaves get privileges, right? Mm-hmm. So the other thing when people start talking about race and all of this stuff, they like to bring up white privilege and all of that. And I steer away from even that. I steer away from even talking like that because the, all you're saying is that they're better slaves. Slaves get privileges. Natural born men and women were born with rights. We have birth rights. It doesn't matter if a government gave it. We don't need a government to give us the, the rights. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we don't need a piece of paper called the constitution to tell us this. That's why I'm, I'm for the constitution. Yeah. In certain respects, but I'm not for a piece of paper telling me what it is. See, when you get a capitalist society that, and it was supposed to be a republic. And it's turned into, and a lot of people will deny this, it turned into a democracy, right? But when we took the pledge, pledge allegiance to the flag, right? We say the word republic. Mm. Republics turn into dictatorships. And like, you know, when you have the dictatorship and that can only go on for so long before that dictator sells out. When that dictator sells out, when that government sells out, that becomes socialism. Mm-hmm. It, it only it, it can only go on for so long when so when the socialism aspect starts to kick in and then now it, it's not the people it's not us determining what the goods and services and all of that are if we ignore some of the bullshit and if we go back and we claim what's sovereignly ours and that's hard freedom right now because it's against the grain so it didn't used to be America, when you look at like black and white footage, right, you'll see before, before 1950. And there's a real important, like, you know, date with that 1947, 1950, uh, the formation of Israel. I'll leave it there. Foreign power started to get involved with our government, right? Mm-hmm. So like before that, it was all about your own land, right? <laughs> Most of America, they were they were kicking game in the media back then like own your own land grow your own food don't be dependent on us that was what the news was saying back then i'm not even kidding go and look up some clips from back then the media was almost op- like completely polar opposite of what it is now but then when the foreign interests came in and they took over our land and then started to try to dictate to us what our rights are and and like you know and then it started the deception and shit now we have to if we ever want to get back to owning and being independent and really truly what this land was supposed to be right and then we have a lot to do we have to ignore a lot that comes with being to the point where you're going to ignore the bullshit and then have a lot of people yelling at you when you go outside and of course if they like you know Try to stay away from the physical shit But if it gets there, it gets there Like, you know what I mean? But try to ignore it to the point And just build your own life Build your own life right right now And it's not going to be easy, man It's not going to be easy The other the other option Aside from hard freedom Is that you become a good slave 
and that you listen to everything that the media is telling you. You obey everything that they're saying. You believe everything that they're saying because why would they ever lie? Why would billionaires, why would corporations, why would the government who sold out to a world bank almost a hundred fucking years ago, why would they lie? Right. Of course. But then we halfway believe this shit right like you know what i'm saying like a lot of people just halfway believe this shit they don't want to get to the hard reality that the shit that we're being fed on a daily basis no matter what it is is bullshit so like you know you can be a good slave or you can be like you know you can be a good version of yourself and that'll reverberate out right yeah i just did um some content talking about that you know how people are quick to listen or accept the word of people of status because of what their status is whether it's celebrity whether it's politician or whether it's you know some kind of entertainment figure or whatever how people are so quick to follow their example because these are the people that are being enlisted to lead you to whatever agenda they are trying to accomplish i just made some content on on that recently that i'm going to be putting out soon but you know with that being said and everything you know like i look at the media now as a living breathing reality tv show like everything you're seeing right now is either purely entertainment or bullshit you know what i'm saying like it's like you know it's like so much shit you're seeing now it's like they got so many good actors now because it's like people are still fucking believing everything that you know mainstream media is telling them to believe in it is dictating the flow of information and people are not you know inept enough to go out there and do their own research and look into the things that they are hearing on the media so they are rather just trust their word instead of looking into the things you know like how for example the cdc director you know she was on there the other day talking about you know impending doom and then you have other states that are reporting, especially the states that, you know, lifted their restrictions. You have these other states that are reporting their numbers are going down continuously on this. What, what was it? The seven day rolling average. Their numbers is continuing to decline. But yet, you know, herself and, you know, America's favorite doctor, they keep they keep harping on wearing masks. And then you got, you know, Biden out here trying to enlist people to wear a mask and telling them it's their patriotic duty. And you got people actually believing that shit instead of going and looking it up. People are actually like believing it. Yeah, I'm going to get into my conscious bag, man. Sorry for those who yawn when conscious people start to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I got to man like I got to at this point like there's certain things that I gotta start saying right so like the reality that we're dealing with it's like it's almost if if you buy into the reality the perception of reality that we're given every day and then you're fool the reality isn't even presenting itself as real exactly. there's always this goldie there's this goldilocks remember the story with that like not too hot not too cold right right down the middle yeah there's this goldilocks reality that happens where you can find confirmation bias on whatever you perceive to be true whatever that you want not perceive whatever you want to be true you can go and find confirmation bias on it right and it's up to you to get down to the nitty-gritty of well is it okay so is this the reality they're presenting or is it the real reality of things is this actually true right so they always present something where for instance the numbers like you said in the media right Mm -hmm. so they say the numbers are going down and that's 
the this is what I want to get across. No, 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 no. Was being was being said by you know America's favorite doctor and the CDC director. They're saying that the numbers are going up. They're starting to see more increases right. in numbers. No, no, but that's barriers. what I'm saying. Right. But that's but this but this is what I'm saying. So on one hand, you can find, like you said, where you went and looked, the numbers are going down. Right. And then when you hear uh Dr. Fauci speak and when you hear the CDC director coming on there crying, talking about impending doom and all of this, you see that the numbers are going up. Both mm-hmm. things can't be true, right? It's 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 a it's a parad it's a paradox, right? Mm-hmm. Like both things can't be true. If the numbers are going down, they can't be going up. Exactly. Now, this is this is the problem. We're considering numbers going up or numbers going down, and that's the, the that's the division that this reality is presenting for us. So when I see stuff like this, I always fall back. Now I'm training myself to not look at the breadcrumbs. I'm analyzing the breadcrumbs from now on. I'm not chasing the rabbit. They've mm-hmm. weaponized rabbits metaphorically, right? So they call it a rabbit hole, a rabbit hole, right? This is that conscious shit. So when you chase a rabbit into a hole and then you're always going to find all of this information, right? Are you ever going to catch the rabbit? No, you'll just keep coming up with this. And that's my proof for this. And this is my proof for that, mm-hmm. right? I fell victim to that a lot of times. I'm not holier than thou. I still fall victim to it, but I'm training myself to not because we're still considering a false binary where numbers are going up or numbers are going down. We can see both. If we wanted to, we could we could sit on here and present evidence that the numbers are going down or we could do the other thing. Right. But here's the reality of it all. The numbers are fake. Like so we're we're considering a false binary by even discussing it. The PCR tests do not test for a virus. And this is what I've been saying for a year. And then we get so much from the media. That's why. I'm training myself to see these articles and news broadcasts when I do very differently because a lot of times I'm guilty too. We fall victim to the, the bullshit. And then we, we talk about the false binaries, the, the polarities and it's one way all the way to the left or one way all the way to the right. Right. And that's what they want. That's what they want. So I look at that and I see that that's what they want. And then I fall back. Mm-hmm. Now this is the important part get to the very beginning of the thing and then never stop with that. Never stop remembering that prior you're a witness to this. Everybody who's listened to me talk is a witness to this. I've been saying it for over a fucking year now that the PCR tests don't test for a virus, right? That they're not meant to. And on January 20th, the day that Biden was inaugurated, they came out and told you They told all of you, anybody listening to this, me and you on here doing this, they told me and you this, that they said what people like me have been saying for a long time. They said the PCR test never tested anybody for a virus. They admitted it. The World Health Organization came out and admitted it. And you know what that was? That was them doing kind of like a litmus test. That was them uh, doing an experiment. That, That was them kind of putting it out there. And saying, okay, if we say this almost a year into the fire that we've caused, into all the pain, people losing their homes, people like, you know, arguing with each other because of Trump or Biden or this or that or Democrat, Republican, and like, you know, all the pain that we've caused with this, let's see if we've clouded their judgment. 
so much that we can say this out loud on mainstream media and then not say it again. And they'll still accept the narratives that we say afterwards. And, and, and largely people did. They forgot the fact that the World Health Organization came out and admitted that they never tested anyone for a virus. So the numbers are fake. There was no number to ever count for CV ever. There was never a CV that was ever isolated. And, 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 the, and this is the truth. Right. So when we have we have to constantly come back to that. Now, that creates another problem because people's lives that have believed in the thing, they've had some pain and suffering, lost family members. I'm not discounting that. Me, too. You, you, too. We all have dealt with this. Right. Like, you know, but we have to always come back to that where we're not feeding into that false binary battery. Because the longer they can keep saying that cases are going up or down, the longer that they can keep putting in the media that the VAXX is causing problems, but then also we need it to stop the problem. See, that's another battery that they're doing. And the, and nothing is ever by mistake with the media, ever. Nothing. Not one thing you've ever seen was a mistake. There's no leak. There's no leak in the boat. All right. If it was ever put on MSNBC or Fox or CNET, an article somewhere that you saw, right? If it was ever put there, it was put there for a reason. And then once you know that, you can decode this shit, right? And you can see the battery when it gets presented in front of yourself. And then you can just uh, take yourself away from it, separate yourself from it, right? So that, that we always have to remember in the beginning of all of this, it should have never happened to begin with. We were lied to. We were deceived in the very beginning of it. It was a psyop, right? So we can't lose fact of that by constantly... Uh, talking about the false binaries that's the problem i'm guilty of it too but that's the, but that's the problem right and we need conscious people and then we need people to be receptive to the conscious people we always talk about we ain't, we ain't got no leaders but are we willing to accept a new one if he came or she or she came would we be willing at this point to accept a new one or would we think that we know more than that person Apparently, because that's I what we've sign, been programmed. Apparently, at this time, we don't accept any new leaders. Because if you look around, you see a lot of people who still believe in these same people. Like I said, right. you know, it's not it's not the message; it's the person telling the message. So, you know, people yeah, like, hear that, like, like you were saying. You know, people are here that, and they know it's the truth, but they won't accept it because it's coming from a person like you or myself. But let somebody that's making yeah, I don't millions, got a check mark. Yeah, but let somebody that's making millions of dollars or have all this status as celebrity or political or whatever the case may be, they're quick to believe that. But people have been spewing truth since mm-hmm. this shit started, but nobody listened. Like for example, at the beginning yeah. of this shit, America's favorite doctor said, "Do not wear a mask." Then a few weeks later, oh, put yep. on a mask. Now a few months later, us, um, everybody, we need you to wear two masks and so forth. Now we want you to wear face shields and all this other bullshit. And people are going right out there believing it. And instead of looking it up and looking at all these sicknesses that's being caused by people that are wearing masks. Like, so to answer that yep. question, no, I don't think nobody right now, especially those who are quick to believe everything they're being presented with, instead of doing their own research, people that are being, you know, easily um, manipulated. No, I don't think they'd be ready to accept the new leader if they came along because at the end of the day, they, they can't even accept the people that are trying to tell them the truth. Would they be able to discern what a real leader is at this point? Because they've, they've believed 
the blue check mark people so much they they believe the fake media so much they believe all of the people who are hired like you like agents right like mm -hmm. so if you see a big kardashian type of celeb like it, they're they're hired man they're part of the system you're never going to get the truth out of one of these people exactly. that that are like you're never going to get the you're never going to hear kanye yeah he'll say some crazy shit but you're never going to hear kanye come out and tell the truth he's yeah. he's part of the system you're never gonna if so if the person is big enough then they're part of the lie they've gotten to that point because they're part of the deception and they're being told what to say they're being told what to do you're never going to get the real truth out of somebody who is so ingrained into the system that's just part of it mm -hmm. so when people are looking at like for instance even people that we revere right like and we can talk like we've talked at length about record deals and how some of the people we know and love throughout the years, pioneers, legends. Let's just take hip hop, for example. Right. Mm -hmm. Some of the people we came to know and love. Right. Like, you know, they didn't own their own music. And a lot of them, they don't uh, like to admit that because it takes away from their ego. Right. So what they try to do is constantly sell you new shit and new shit. And then most people don't buy the new shit. They just want to hear the old shit that they don't own, but they're still trying to plug the new shit. Right. And they're trying to get you involved in what they're doing now. Now, here's the problem with that. They're not making money off of what made you know them. For instance, I have to call it out. <laughs> DMC. Like, you know, so he comes out and he starts doing the like, you know, you got the vaccine. I got the all of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Like he was bought and you know how he was bought. He was bought because he needed the money. So they're weaponizing people that we know and we love. They're weaponizing the people that like, you know, and, and, and I can't be him. I can't judge him for why he did that. Do I agree with him doing that? No, absolutely not. Do I think that that's um, degrading? Like, yes, in a lot of ways. Right. But at the same time, like he needed the money, like they bought him out. Mm -hmm. And if you're not if you're not conscious enough to see that. Right. Then you're you're so if you just believe DMC and you're like, yo, thank you, DMC, for saying this. And then you're a fool. You're not seeing what started that. He doesn't even probably believe that, you know, he probably had several thoughts going through his head when he in the booth doing that. You don't know the pain. He probably had his own battery going on in the head, man. I don't want to do this to my people. I don't want to mm -hmm. do this to like, you know what I'm saying? But I need this bread. I, I, I like I'm about to lose my house. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Rev ain't Rev run ain't helping me. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. so we don't understand that, that, that these people like, you know, that it's just like politicians there's plenty of politicians that pass shit that they don't believe in and go against the interests of of what they believe in and go against our interests as people and they don't believe in it but they're pushing it you know why because that's what them lobbies are for mm -hmm. when you hear about lobbyists that's what those lobbies are for for politicians they're there to get bought mm -hmm. they're there to get bought and money is the motive money is the motive here so when you get to the psyops and all of the shit that goes on, no matter what psyop, this one, the last one, the one before that, whatever, money is always the motive. You can't make money the motive. You have to make morality the motive. And then money can come in and, and manifest through your morality. And then your community thrives and, and, and you become more dependent on each other. And then wealth, that's real wealth. 
having a, a thriving community where you're sort of dependent on each other and your morality grows, right? Morality is wealth. Morality is current currency, right? But, but money always ends up being the motive when you're in a capitalist society, Money can't be the motive. Morality has to be. You can't sell out to foreign interests. You can't sell out to these ideas. That's the problem. So when people like me say this, yeah, I don't got a check mark. I used to. Twitter took it. Like, you know what I mean? But at the same time, that's neither here nor there. You have to be conscious enough to understand that you're being lied to. If you can't get to that point, and then you're never going to see through, you're, you're always going to be looking at a mirror when it's glass. You're, you're going to be seeing yourself looking in a mirror, looking back at yourself. You're never going to see through. And it's not a mirror. It's glass. You can see right through it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you really try. So that's just like, you know, that's just my thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because I just did a podcast about that very same thing, you know, where people, you know, feed too much into people that, you know, have status and everything. And it's just, it's crazy, you know, and I know there is people out there that really don't want to move in that direction where they feel like they're selling out their people, but they got to do it because of the stipulations they may be facing. See, we don't know what's going on behind that closed door when it comes to certain individuals, but those individuals that actually know that they're selling their people out and they don't give a fuck about it. Those are the ones I have a problem with mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you're leading your people down this path of destruction. But you don't care as long as that bag is right. That's the only thing you give a fuck about. Right. And that's the sad thing with reality now. Like at the same time, I'm not knocking anybody who's about their money because at the end of the day, you need money as a tool to function in your life. No matter how you look at it, you need money some way to function in life. But it's like people have become so obsessed with the money issue about it that they forget the morals. They forget the values and the principles about just doing the right thing. But at the same time, you know, I can only speak for myself on that. But in the same breath, like I do look at those people that, you know, it's all about a dollar, all about a dollar. Like those people, you can't necessarily always trust them because they don't always have your better interest at hand. At the end of the day. Their, 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 their agenda is to make as much money as they can for themselves and for their lifestyles and fuck whatever happened with you. If you decide to take that advice or do whatever, then fine. That's on you. But at the same time, like, I can't sit back and feel okay when you see people that are doing these things. Even the people that do it knowing that, oh, well, I got this, that, and the third going on. So I need this money. I don't even look at them the same way mm-hmm. like that anymore because at the end of the day, like, like if you're willing to sell your people out for a price then what kind of individual are you you know so exactly anybody that's the out morality there, i'm talking about anybody out there they can listen to this and they can but well, well you're not in that person's shoes you can't comment on that person and and what their situation is you're right i can't but at the same time from my own general standing no i can speak on it because this is something that i don't like it's it's my opinion i'm right. entitled to it so at the end mm-hmm. of the day feel how you feel yes yep that's that morality I'm talking about. Because if you had the high morality and then you would not even look at a situation where you could sell your people out as a way for you to fix your problems, you would then figure out another lane. It's weakness, right? So mm-hmm. what you're sensing there is weakness. When you see somebody who you might even think that sold their people out, sold us out, sold the American people out, whatever, like, you know. And then you look at them and you see, you see it in their eyes, you see the weakness and 
and people like me and you we don't look at that the right way it's like come on man like i like i see that as weakness man like you know what i mean you could have did different and that person knows that they have the guilt or whatever but they fix the problem with the first thing that mm -hmm. they could do to fix the problem with it and that's an inner tuning fork that people need to have like me and you might have that inner tuning fork to see the people who do it and they don't mind doing it and then the people who do it and they feel guilty for doing it but this result is the same they still do it exactly. right so that's why i always preach morality and this is coming from somebody who turned down fame fortune and all of it because of morality i've spoke about my inner scope situation where i turned down a record deal before i don't we didn't really fully put that podcast out but like you know i spoke on my my my, my thing with that <laughs> my whole career the reason why a lot of people are discovering me because of for all matters podcast is because of my morality right so i can speak on this i've always kept that level and sometimes i've had this fight with myself where i'm like if i would have just took that me and my family might be in a better situation mm -hmm. financially right and i would be sometimes i would have those thoughts creeping of regret mm -hmm. and i would always <laughs> shut them down and i'm and i'm and i'm like you know like but i still have my soul intact i still have yeah. my you can sleep my my, my my ability right like you know what i mean i still have like you know there's a lot of problems i got in my life that could have just been solved if i would have took that deal yeah. back in the day but they was talking nut shit and i didn't want to sell out right so when you see these people who in the government and all of that and they're selling out their best interest the key word is sell out mm -hmm. and we got the wrong words with sell out we look at sell out our generation started that bullshit Mm -hmm. like with the with the like you know hip-hop just think of it in terms like that we always like oh well that nelly sold out remember yeah. our generation we would look at the people who came out with the party tracks and the dance tracks and we we're like they sold out the people who were the real lyricists they didn't sell out yes they did mm -hmm. yes they did stop looking at it they did they they sold out too and right or wrong they did too they wanted the fame and fortune and they went for it the reason why you know them is because you heard them being broadcasted through a big corporate system mm -hmm. so yes they sold out like you know so everybody loves a sellout we still do we still do i know i, I have some people in, in my playlist that i still listen to biggie was a sellout tupac was a sellout what are we talking about here we know them because they sold out right so like you know quit this 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 people 30 40 50 we, like we got kids man we we got a younger generation we got to teach we got to stop the nonsense and really gets to the point of that we've been taught the wrong way to think too mm -hmm. during exactly. generations and stuff like like you know what i mean rethink what you really think a sellout is exactly. like did like you know did these rappers choose not to become famous and build their community up and build housing for their yeah they might have did it after they got the money some of them and then they went away and like you know but at the same time like you still got to look at it they took the deal they still did what they did right so everybody loves a sellout we 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 need to realize that and then that can get us to a greater truth that can get us to a greater understanding mm -hmm. and, you know there's people listening to this and they're like i don't like no sellout i know I, I can feel it i felt the energy when i said it there's there's people that heard me say that and they're like i don't love no sellout yeah you do 
Yeah, you do. Let me let me look at you. First of all, let me look at your browser history. <laughs> Number one, let me look at your browser history, and then let me look at your um, let me look at your Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> do you think first of all do you think anybody that got all them things on spotify oh, like, just let me see let me see into your personal well, life before you go ahead and judge but with that being said like, is there know? such thing as a good sellout or a bad sellout or are they the same but they just have various reasons for why they sell, sold out yeah i mean again it goes back to the morality right so mm-hmm. we need to redefine certain terms we just do we need to redefine sellout because our generation with the real hip-hop nonsense and all of that kind of shit man it just bothers me (laughs) because those same people (laughs) yeah man because those same people when i was on stage like you know in my day trying to get okay so i'll put it like this i was trying to sell out even though i didn't take the contract Mm -hmm. i still wanted i still wanted what i had in my head to be as important and as famous as what I saw on BET, on MTV, like, you know, on the, in, in those days on the radio and everything else. I still wanted my art to be as important and as influential as that. So I did everything that a sellout would do, mm-hmm. went on stage. Like, you know, I, I, I went into the studio, paid singers, did all of this like I, I did everything to try to get that banger that people would listen to right like you know i it, it, there's and i could hold up my morality flag all i want but yes did i try to sell out for the right reasons yeah i was trying to build a better life for myself in what i perceived to be the right way and not the corporate structure way and all of that but we have to redefine what sellout means because our generation deem that term success Mm -hmm. like so if you're successful you're a sellout and that's what our generation deemed that as you could be an underground rapper with three fucking views and then people would be like yo he'd be going in he'd be going in because they feel like they're on their level right so if you're a 30 40 50 year old fucking man and you're listening to some fucking guy and quote underground artists or whatever yo he's 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 going in and all of that because you feel like he's on your level stop it mm-hmm. and then when you hear somebody going in that's got a little bit more exposure oh he's sold sold out why because he's successful right so redefine the term sellout then redefine what you think success means if you think that success means mansions and yachts and then yeah your morality is a little twisted mm-hmm. if you think success means providing for your family and getting your life together and building a business for the future something to build your community up then yeah your morality your tuning fork is better you yeah. know what i mean yeah i get you it's crazy because i just made a podcast who um a couple of nights ago and the title of it was called choices you know and that's something that i feel as though is very relevant with everything that is going on right now in our society because i feel as though that we as a people you know, as a people and in both individually, we got some very tough choices coming up that we're going to have to make going forward. And some of these choices, they're going to impact us for the rest of our lives. You know, you're looking at things, what they're trying to push out with this whole, you know, um, 
this whole narrative with the you know the the shot and everything and then you got all these other things that's going on with people not being able to get back to work and then the whole discussion about you know abandoning assault rifles and you know taking away people's second amendment right and all that good stuff like mm-hmm. we have a lot of choices that we as a people are going to have to make and we as individuals are going to have to make you know and it's crazy that a lot of this is relevant to what you know i discussed as well and that we're having this discussion here tonight so i'm guessing that you know it was just it was meant to be talked about you know yeah and that like you know all of those topics they, they go back into what we were earlier discussing with the false binaries and the batteries that they create about second amendment rights and this and that like i recently did a video and uh where I talked about my thoughts about the second amendment and um, like, you know, what's been going on with the mass shootings or quote mass shootings, however you want to view it, however you want to look at it or whatever. And uh, like, you know, when they create these false binaries of like, you know, should most of America wants the guns out the house. That's Mm -hmm. that 80, 20, right? So when they can get the 80, 20, that, that ratio, when they can get their agenda, which is, foreign we have to always remember that we have to always remember it's a foreign agenda it's Mm -hmm. not ours it's not our it's not we the people so our constitution is irrelevant Mm -hmm. it's their agenda that they're trying to push through their puppets do the puppets agree with the agenda maybe not the result is the same they're pushing the agenda whether they agree with it or not whether joe biden agrees with taking the guns or not whether they talk it doesn't matter they're foreign interests that are not ours are being pushed Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day most of america and it it really is most of america wants the guns out the house Mm -hmm. that's just the bottom line they they've pushed that agenda through media like you know whether you believe it or not whether you believe the stories that you see or not i don't want to go into that because that causes a whole nother thing whether you believe the, the the stories to be true or not whether you believe that even if they are true it doesn't matter like you know it's still the false binary that they're that they're pushing the time it's irrelevant because the time to talk about gun control would have been when we made one Mm -hmm. now however many years ago that was when the first i don't know musket whatever the fuck it was when we built the first gun we had to look at that with morality and say is this a right thing to introduce into the ethos or not because once you introduce something into the ethos now it's there right so now we can't get all self-righteous about something that's been accepted you can't just been accept something and then and then all of a sudden be against it because now like you know what i'm saying if somebody really wants to go crazy somebody really wants whether you believe the stories or not if somebody really wanted to do all that crazy shit and and, and go crazy in a public area like you know what i mean i mean they don't and have then to you're talking about this they don't necessarily have to have a handgun or an assault rifle to go crazy in society. Like we've seen it here in New York City where some man, you know, just, you know, lost his shit and just started running people over on the West Side Highway, you know, like. And now imagine if now imagine if that if if he tried to do that and the population was was protected, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you if you think your protection is government. If you think your protection is the police, right? They have these fucking liberals believing that they should. This is the binaries I'm talking about. They mm-hmm. they have the liberals confused 
and they don't even know it. They want to defund the police, but then when a mass shooting happens, they say take the guns because the police are our only protection. So yeah. you want the only people to have guns. You want the only people armed working for the foreign interests so they can point them at us, right? They want it both so ways. like you, you yeah, they want it both ways. You can't have it like that. And you're yeah. being programmed to be stupid. Stop that. You know, like you're being programmed to be stupid. Like you can't you can't say get the guns off the street and then say you want everybody to be armed that's got a badge. You know, it's befuddling to me because how, you know, just a few months ago, a few short months ago, everybody was screaming defund the police, defund the police. Now that all these situations and crime has seemed to skyrocket in almost every major American city, now you're seeing more and more people calling to refund the police and all this other foolishness. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can't have it both ways. That's just to <laughs> it's just to confuse us, right? And it's just to get us focusing on 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 the nonsense and, yeah. and, and not looking at not looking at the real shit like, like you know what i mean like community take for, like take morality for, is everything like take for example here in new york city once again you know stop and frisk was a major issue because they felt as though it was racially profiling people in you know ethnic neighborhoods you know black and latino neighborhoods you know so they felt as though that stop and frisk was racially profiling people and I'm not saying that it wasn't. I'm not saying that it was because, yes, there were some people that was unfairly stopped and frisked. You know, just being in a particular neighborhood and just walking down the street can get you stopped and frisked by the police without question. You know, so, yeah, it was misused a lot by the police up here. But soon as they repelled, you know, stop and frisk and they took that away, they took that tool away from the police to use. Gun crime started going up. More shootings started happening. More murders started happening. Now what you hear People Uh calling for Stop and frisk to come back The streets felt a little bit safer We can live with You know Getting harassed But you know We want our our streets To feel safe again You know You got people out here Running around with guns And it's New York City is notorious For having some of the Toughest gun laws And not the toughest gun laws In the United States So you know You got people screaming One thing And then the moment Something happens Then their whole Stance change So you can't have One thing Without the other You can't have it Both ways You know So You gotta yeah, pick a side People and gotta, you gotta go back them. To worrying about themselves yeah. They gotta start they, they, they just It starts with you So anybody listening to this Me You Whatever It starts with us And then it goes outward Right We don't never Wake up In someone else's body We wake up In our own body In our own reality It starts with us So you take care of yourself that's what real freedom is. You take care of yourself. That's what natural law is. You take care of yourself. And the fact that when you start taking care of yourself, well, that reverberates out to being able to take care of others better. You, your family, your community, that reverberates out even farther, right? But it starts with you. Worry about your own health. Stop the bullshit. Like, okay, mask, no mask, all that. Fuck that. Fuck the narrative with the masks anyway. Like people are dumb when it comes to that shit. Like you, I don't care if 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 masks do or don't protect you from a fucking vibe. I don't care about that shit because at the end of the day, you can just go and say, okay, well, most of these so-called pandemics came from China. China already wore masks. They were already masked up, and supposedly it spread from there here. Like so, stop. It, the mass narrative stops when you just think about it like that. It, it just stop it. Like it doesn't matter whether they protect you or don't. It doesn't matter. 
do you want to be protected or not from it do is is the thing real like you know do do your own due diligence and then nobody should have the right to tell you that you need to then protect someone else with something that you do in your life Oh, that's that, what they're doing now they're arming they're arming people's they're trying to get fake sympathy and they're trying to arm people's fake sympathy for others oh to protect others we need to get the guns off the street to protect others you need to wear a mask to protect other, oh come on shut up well two things now to protect others if there was somebody running people over to protect others if there was somebody running people over and i'm armed i'm gonna bop bop now that situation's done i saved the life right like you know at the end of the day that's how you protect others. Well, you two, own freedom. Well, two things now. You know, that all comes back once again to that magic word I mentioned earlier, choice. All right? You want to talk about masking and all that stuff and other things that we just discussed just now. It all comes down to choice. Either you make the choice to wear the mask or you don't make the choice to wear the mask. Simple as that. You know, you make the choice to want to be protected. You make the choice not to be protected. It all comes down to your personal choice. And then another thing with that narrative about, you know, wearing masks and, you know, viruses, you know, most people are programmed to believe that most viruses come from China. Whether how true that is, I don't know. But at the same time, that's also causing another bad situation because now you got people that are attacking Asians. And whether that's a psyop, whether or not that's um, a situation that they're just using just to try to further control people. You know, it's all just an, yeah. it's just all just another thing that's being tied into what we were saying earlier about the manipulation the media is causing. Yeah. When you, when you look at it like, okay, wear the mask to protect yourself from what? Like, okay, you know the risks for not wearing a mask. What's the risk? The only risk for not wearing a mask is somebody coming up to you yelling at you for not wearing a mask. I just exactly. had a friend went I just had a friend um went to a dentist. And the people are legitimately scared. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's people who who are legitimately scared and there's people who are treating this dumb shit, this dumb virus narrative like it's a religion. And they don't really even believe in their own bullshit, right? Like, you know, they because most of the people fueling the narrative about the virus, they don't even need those stimmies that they get. They don't need those stimulus checks. A lot of the people fueling the narrative on the far left with this virus shit, they don't need the, they don't even need the stimulus. They stayed home working from a computer bitching about how they got to see their own kids now. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the that's the people who are fueling the narrative you start talking to people like where i grew up like people in our culture like you know what i'm saying and and i feel like the word culture has been redefined now because now there's people like me and you who assimilate better with each other than we do like outside of our own class right like you know what i'm saying and these people that are fueling the narrative of the virus they don't even believe that they know when they walk outside there's no bodies on the ground they know that what a real pandemic would look like but they like the idea of it now because they get to point fingers they get to say somebody's the bad man they get to fall into a false binary and say some shit when you don't have a mask on and all of that and then there's really other people who just are legitimately scared usually older older people like you know what i mean usually older white people they they're scared like you know what i'm saying when they see somebody my 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 boy was at a dentist he didn't have his mask on and like you know what i mean they wanted him to um walk up to a wall and take his temperature and the whole thing makes no sense because if you really wanted to protect somebody from a fucking airborne virus the temperature 
part on the wall, the little gun on the wall, wouldn't have been when you got into the office. It would have been out in, t- in, in the lobby. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to infect everybody, you would have walked in and it had been right there. <laughs> so even these... Even these agencies yeah. don't even believe their own shit, right? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. That's but my boy refused to take his work. temperature. My boy refused to take his temperature that that way, and then this lady started yelling and screaming at him, like, and he was like, "I'm not sick," and she was like, "You're not a doctor," and so now you have to be a doctor to know if you're sick or not. Do you see the bullshit? I don't give a fuck if I'm a doctor or not. I know my body. And I know my body better than these motherfuckers that practice medicine. So I can tell you whether or not I'm right. sick. That's these people who's sitting there believing this whole asymptomatic thing. How the fuck do you be sick, but you don't have any symptoms of being sick? See, that's the bullshit people are sitting there carrying around. Like, you can't tell me just by looking at me that I'm sick. And if I know my body, then I know if, if I'm telling you I'm not sick, then take my word for it. But at the same time, that's this fucking hysteria that they stared up. Like, you get tired of hearing it. You get tired of hearing it from wherever you listening to it from, whether it be from the media, whether it be from people in the neighborhood and shit like that. You get tired of hearing it like people want to get back to normal so bad. But at the same time, people are still out here living in fucking fear. Like how much longer you won't, you, you are you going to allow your fear to dictate how the way somebody else lives? How, do, how, how, how yeah. fair is that to the person out there that needs to work, need to get out home, get home and do shit that they're supposed to be fucking doing to take care of their families? How fair is that for them? Because this person out here is scared for their fucking life, which I don't blame them for being scared. But at the same time, how can you allow your fear to dictate the way somebody else live? We used to have a word it was called hypochondriac. When you think you're sick and you're not like, you know, this whole asymptomatic spell, that's witchcraft. That's witchcraft. <laughs> You're not sick if you don't feel sick. I'm sorry to tell anybody out there, but if you're feeling fine, you're okay. You're, you're, you're okay. Like you're all good. Like, you know what I mean? That, that's the way it works. You're all good. You don't need to worry about if you're sick or not, but that, so apply that down the line. Like, you know, if you don't feel any gunshot wounds and then you're not shot, like, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if you don't feel a knife wound, then you didn't get stabbed. If you don't feel like you're sick and then you're not sick and oh, well, you're not a doctor. Yeah, I, I don't need to be. I don't need to be a doctor. I don't need to be a quote expert. These quote experts are nonsense. Anyway, they're not experts. They're, they were paid to lie on TV. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not sick if you're not sick. Hold on. Like, Period. Now, now like, speaking you know about I mean? that, you know what you just said about, you know, experts being paid to lie. I have a clip here from that CDC director that, you know, she got on there. She did her little song and dance or whatever. And she got everybody so choked up behind, you know, her emotions. You know, I want to play that because I want your opinion on it. So I'm going to go ahead and play that right now. I'm going to lose the script and I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are and so much reason for hope. But right now I'm scared. We have come such a long way. Three historic scientific breakthrough vaccines, and we are rolling them out so very fast. So I'm speaking today not necessarily as your CDC director, not only as your CDC director, but as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter, to ask you to just please hold on a little while longer. I so badly want to be done. I know you all so badly want to be done. We are just almost there, but not quite yet. And so I'm asking you to just hold on a little longer to get vaccinated when you can so that all of those people that we all love will still be here when this pandemic ends. 
Hmm. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, that she said all the keywords, right? She said everything that you need to do to get everybody's emotions behind it, right? She mm-hmm. she brought in family members. She brought in everybody's sympathy card for everybody else, right? Like you know what I mean? She got choked up. She started crying, right? She wasn't really crying. Like you know, use your inner tuning fork to see if you really felt like that was um, genuine. Mm-hmm emotion or if that was something that was more or less told for her to do it's acting it's all theater right it's mm-hmm. all theater and it goes back to what we already know about this virus and then when it comes to this impending doom right like she made sure like the headline is impending doom those are hyperbolic words mm-hmm. and i have my own story when it comes to this and it's it's a little it's it's a little deep like you know here i go with the conscious shit again but when that was played um, I I was in the room with my family, right? And my wife, my family, they all heard me talk about this many times. They heard me talk about my thoughts about it. Sometimes they agree, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just get wrapped back up into the media and all of that. Like this, this whole virus narrative has caused a lot of rifts in people's families and people's friendships and all mm-hmm. all of that type of shit. But. So like, you know, for so long, I've been saying the same thing for a year. And then they always go back to saying the same thing. Hold on a little bit longer. Hold on a little bit longer. Like it's always just a little bit longer. And then so when does that little bit longer stop? It's never going to stop as long as we keep holding on a little bit longer. Right. And mm-hmm. and that's obvious. That's obvious to me. It's obvious to anybody with any um, like clear thought. Right. And then I I started to tell my family i'm like look just the fact that she said impending doom is a clue to me like it's a hyperbolic statement and then i stopped myself because i was fitting to go into the whole thing again i was fitting to start talking about how this virus hasn't even been isolated and when they say that it has been isolated they can only show you a study where something was budding out of a human cell that's not isolation tell somebody that's been in isolation in prison that like you know well were you budding out of something else was there someone else in the room with you no isolation means you're by yourself they haven't isolated the virus right so they haven't separated the virus under a microscope and looked at something called covid it's never happened so at the end of the day i was about to go back into that right and then it was going to cause a whole bunch of like people were going to be like yeah 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 and it was going to cause a fight i know it was it was going to cause a whole bunch of bullshit and then my family like you know they was getting all worked up about her crying and and then i would have had to go into how that was all nonsense and theater Mm -hmm. so i vowed silence because i tend to be a person in my family that that is a thinker i think through some of our problems right now if it wasn't for me a lot of we would have already been homeless like you know what i'm saying and 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 so i tend to and i'm like if you're not going to listen to me and then i'm just going to be quiet I'm just going to be quiet. And instead of me going in through the whole thing, I just vowed silence. And when I did that, it's funny how if I would have been because I was gesturing, I don't know sign language. And it doesn't matter if I did, because most of the people around me don't know it. Right. So whether I knew it or not, I vowed silence and I tried to make it for 48 hours. It was like 38 hours, something like that. But we went to the store and now I'm not saying to do this or not do this this is how i live my life because what pandemic so i'm in a store i'm not wearing a mask i'm not i'm buying shit i'm i'm shopping right but i'm gesturing with me and my wife because i told her i'm not 
I'm not doing this shit, right? Like, I'm not talking. I'm for real about it. I'm going to be quiet. And then you're going to have to figure out your own shit. So I'm gesturing and all of that. And the cashier sees, and I'm just, first of all, the cashier and, and other workers see me gesturing and other people see me gesturing. And they start thinking I'm deaf. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, the sympathy that we have for for that for that type of person that's deaf or blind or handicapped in some way kicked in. And they didn't mind. I, I wasn't getting all of this shit I normally get, where it's like, you, you're not wearing a mask and everybody yelling and doing their whole thing. They was just looking at me like, oh, he's he's handicapped. And that was funny to me. And they started treating me a lot nicer. Right. So like, you know, my, and it was just it was weird the way I'm looking at and it's just being silent. I'm looking at everybody lying to each other. I'm looking at just little shit because when you're silent, you can observe. If you put yourself in that frame of mind, I'm looking at just small shit. Pe- people uh, getting close to each other and pulling down their mask and, and, and talking in someone's face so they could really hear them and then pulling their mask back up. And then I'm just that's a lie right there. Whether it was a physical lie or a verbal lie, that's a lie. You now don't believe in the theory that why you even have the mask on. Right. So I'm just seeing people talking, lying to each other. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm observing things and I'm like, you know, so this is the impending doom. The impending doom is the fact that there's so many people believing the lies. There's so many people believing the nonsense. There is impending doom. And the the impending doom is the 80-20 that we're, that, that we're facing where there's 20% of us that are like, man, fuck all this shit. And there's 80% of us willing to go with any type of control measures that they lay out. That is doom. That is doom, and I'm and and I'm doing everything I can to speak out and to affect change. Like you know what I mean? To make that number even one percent different, point one percent different. One person. I've had emails from people that thanked me for telling them how to handle HIPAA law situations in the hospital. That really got them back to be able to observe what the doctors were doing with their family, so they just didn't CV them up. And make them a statistic I've had emails And that makes me feel good Because aside from all the other hate that I get When I see one person say that And then that makes me feel like it was worth it So yeah there is impending doom It's the doom of Look around you If we keep this shit up What's this gonna look like What's this gonna look like in five five years If we keep this up I don't know what that bitch was talking about I don't know what she was crying about But the impending doom is the shit that you see happening out, outside I don't see that bitch was talking about Something that don't even exist So I don't like that just in general And I'm gonna call her a bitch Because she on TV playing a role And that shit that she said affected a lot of people's mental Right mm-hmm. like so she's doing the wrong thing So I can call that bitch a bitch Like you know fuck her for going on TV And, and pretending to cry and, and saying hyperbolic shit like you know I don't know what your thoughts are about it But that's my thoughts Like you know what I mean That shit right there Made me take a Take a 38 hour vow of silence And and I I learned a lot from it the, the I learned thing, a lot Like the, you know what I mean My thoughts on it Is Like They are Stringing people along They are playing with people's emotions Already You know Because of the stipulations Behind everything that's been going on You know People that have lost their livelihoods, their 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 means of making money, they've lost you know loved ones, 
So they're keying off of people's emotions. They're toying with people's feelings when it comes to this whole situation. You know, when you have so many people out there, they feel like, oh, things are starting to get back to normal. We can start living a normal life mm-hmm. again. We can start, you know, carrying on like how we used to. And then here they come, these two fucking idiots. They come along and they play and pray off of people's emotions. And you know, most humans, they don't, they don't, Thing to give things a rational thought first before they react on it. The first thing they want to do is react emotionally off of it, especially when they use keywords like impending doom or when they want to use keywords like, you know, so that your family members, your loved ones will still be here at the end of this pandemic and all this other stuff that they said that, you know, can kind of, you know, take grasp of people's feelings and they play, you know, playing talk with the emotional card of people that watch her get on, you know, on in front of the camera and start getting all emotional and, you know, they, they started playing the sympathy card. You know, you, you keep toying with people's yeah. emotions and it's like, you know, it, it, it's, 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 to me, it's unfair. I'm to say for, you know, a lack of better terms, it's unfair to the people out there that we have to keep going through this shit. There's people out there that have not seen their family, their loved ones for a, a, a large amount of time. Because of this shit Because people on television Telling us not to go around your loved ones Not to go around the people that you care about the most People have been Getting you know Used to this whole you know Doing things virtually That doesn't replace actual human Uh interaction That doesn't replace actually being able to Go up to your loved one Give them a hug Laugh with them in person and all that shit That doesn't replace none of that So you keep tugging at people's emotional strings To push across this agenda And it's fucked up and how the way they people are allowing this shit to go on for so long because they're so scared and, and in some cases being so selfish with the situation going on, it's not fair to the ones that do want to get back. That's getting tired of hearing this shit every day when they look at TV or they listening to the radio or they having regular conversations and then it turns to a conversation about CV and all this other bullshit. It's not fair to those people. You know, and then they keep doing this. It's like, yo, it's like it's giving people the feeling that there's no hope, that that impending doom that they're talking about. Yeah, it really is going to happen. It really is starting to take place. It's not fair. No, it's not fair. That's crazy, too. When they when they pull on the harsh strings, that's they're pulling on the harsh strings. They're getting people emotionally invested into it. What I started to notice is that there's people that have Stockholm syndrome to it to the point where now they don't mind it. I've actually seen this. Most people actually. And when I talk about that 80, 20, I keep bringing it up that 80%. Most of them don't mind it. So when me and you talk about going back to normal, we're having the same conversation, right? Like we're Mm -hmm. talking about the same thing, but when those people are talking about going back to normal, they're talking about a different normal. They're talking about the normal that's being presented to them. Like we went into this on other podcasts. Yo, man, I'm a, I'm a big us up because mm-hmm. fuck it. Like not many people big us. Fuck it, man. I'm a big us up. What was it? Goddamn. Last April, we did a, a, a John called technocracy 101. Yeah, man. If you go back and listen to that, I mean, this is in the midst of all of the nonsense when it was first getting like when the psyop was first taking hold. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you go back and listen to that. Some of the truth that we said on that podcast. Look at that. Look at it as if that was made damn near a year ago to now. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And then you look up, oh shit, like there was so much truth said in there. We talked about how this was all about job automation, getting us into an augmented reality, how the technocrats were trying to make the new normal be more virtual than human right yeah. then so like you know and that's what they're doing you just spoke on it that's what they're doing they have made the new normal be something where it's not what me and you are talking about mm -hmm. and most people and this is the bad part most people are okay with that they want it actually they've gotten to the point where they don't mind wearing the mask you you tell them it's okay they take the mask off they're not going to they're like no mm -hmm. Even if they, and it, it, it doesn't matter whether they believe it stops the virus or not. It's part of their new thing. Mm -hmm. It's part of their new thing. They, 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 it's. I want to talk to my mom on the on on the tablet, on the phone, on the like you know the FaceTime. Like I want to talk to my grandma like that. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I, I can be in the same house with somebody and talk to them through the phone. Like you know what I mean, and not go and give them a hug. You just you just blow them kisses on the phone. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That's the new emotion. They've taken human emotion away from us. They've taken the connection between us away. So we can't build anymore. Mm -hmm. It's all going to the machine, right? To AI. AI. That's what it is. AI. This whole thing is about AI. That's mm -hmm. what this whole situation is about. I don't care what people say it is. You can argue with me or not. Go ahead and argue with the podcast that, that we made in April where I called mad shit and then now it's happening. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I keep arguing with the people who, who speak truth way ahead of time. And then they're like, oh, you yeah, but you're feeling yourself. Oh, yeah, but like, you know, <laughs> I've heard that. I get all the hate. <laughs> yeah, but you feeling yourself and it's like, you know what I'm saying? And it's corny to be talking about how like solid that you are. Yeah, I'm solid. Like you, we solid. We we talking about shit ahead of time. That's not being that's not being boastful. That's establishing credibility. So when when you look at a check mark, if you're listening to this and you take a check mark as credibility, if you take these like we were talking about full circle, the celebrities as credibility, I'm trying to establish a new version of credibility. Look. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So the next podcast collab that we do, you might be open and more receptive to change, right? Because mm -hmm. I don't just do this to be in the echo chamber. I'm trying to do this to to affect change, man. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel man, like, like we need that right now more than ever, man. We need that more than ever because, like, to get that human connection back that me and you are talking about where it's really normal, like what we consider to be our life as normal. People, yeah. and it's so weird. To, but people don't want that. And, you know, this whole thing is an introvert's paradise because those people that don't mind not being around people and not interacting with other human beings, they are enjoying this. This is the time of their life right now. But me, mm -hmm. as somebody that, I, you know, as much as I love my family and everything, this is whatever they call this new normal bullshit. And that's a term everybody know by now that I hate. I can never mm -hmm. accept this as my normal. This is not something a normal that I will ever accept. I don't give a fuck what they tell me or what they say or whatever the case may be. No, I need the human interaction with my family and my loved ones and stuff like that. All this virtual shit. No, it was cool to see, you know, how people react and do things, you know, virtually from for a time. But this is not something that I want to live the rest of my life doing. And then, you know, who was being deprived of this human interaction that a lot of us know and love so much is the children that are coming up behind us. 
They're the ones that's being affected right now, especially those that are in high school. This is supposed to be some of the best time in their life right now. And where they at? They spend most of their high school years at home, staring at a computer screen, doing Zoom sessions. You know, I have a nephew that was not able to have the full experience of graduating last year because of this whole situation. And then I think about those kids that's coming up behind him and those that are youngest that don't understand really what's going on right now. They can't go see grandma, or grandpa. They can't go see their loved ones. They can't, they can't go see, uh, see their aunts, their uncles and stuff like that. They can't interact and play with their cousins. They can't go to the park and go play with other kids and get to know other kids in their neighborhood. You know, society now is becoming soft. And I hate to say it, whether it's becoming soft or it's been soft and it's just getting worse, society now has become soft. And there's no other way to shape it. it, it we just gotten soft as a people. Cause if, if, if there was, if this was our, our, our forefathers and those who really, you know, trailblazed and made a way for us here in this country, you think a lot of this shit would be going on right now? Hell no. Maybe, but not to this extent. Nope. This shit would have been over a long time ago. If people was built like they was was back in them times in the twenties and all that stuff like that, if people had that same kind of you know morality and that same kind of you know stand up mentality, a lot of this shit would have been done by by now, way way longer than what we have experienced them right now. You know, they talked about fourteen days is all we need for people to stay sheltered in place. <laughs> then fourteen days turned into two months, and then two months turned into six months, and then six months turned into an entire year. We're a year going into this shit. Like, how much longer do you expect people to live this way and be okay with it? Even those who are at home that are okay with this shit, look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself how 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 much how okay are you really with this shit? Staying at home, not being able to go out and enjoy the sunshine. Not being able to go out and breathe without wearing a fucking mask. How are you okay sitting at home with this shit and knowing that you're being lied to, but you are so scared because of the hysteria that has been drummed up and orchestrated over this period of time is allowing you to not see things for what they really are. How can you sit there and be okay with that and go to bed at night and sleep thinking that all this shit that's going on right now is okay and that's for your better benefit? Think about it. And, and, and you know right now what i'm hearing even locally like you know what i'm saying a lot of people are like do i go and get it do i go and get it yo for real yo are you around a a computer or some kind of way to look up something real quick only thing I, only way i can do that right now is on my phone yo anybody listening to to this look up and it's so funny I feel like this is needs to be talked about before we get off of here. Look up the parent company for Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I on swear Krispy to God, Kreme. no motherfuckers. <laughs> yo, yo. If anybody looks up the parent company of Krispy, that's all you have to do. Type in parent company of Krispy Kreme, and then look at your screen, and then you know. Spoiler alert! Drum roll. Durr, it's called Jab Holdings. Yeah. Now, this is what it's you know, we've been conditioned. Over. Yeah. <laughs> J-A-B. And I just like. <laughs> and these are the same motherfuckers like, that are trying to get people. They're trying to incentivize this situation by saying, oh, if you go get the jab, we give you a free donut for, <laughs> for the rest of the year. A day. 
Get yo, the fuck out of here. Yo, this is this is this is why I'm telling you, this is why and we've had conversations off the books about this. Like, you know, I feel like AI is driving this. I feel like AI has already taken over because the incentive for AI to have us have all of our emotions and interactions through a machine, through a device, through okay, conscious shit, through a monolith, like our phones and all, all of that, it would be AI. It would be oh it's it's almost as if we're we're giving into the desires of a machine. Right? So there's no way in hell that just think, have you ever referred to a VAX as a jab? No one has. It's either called a shot or we use the full word for the VAX. We we never referred to it as a jab. Mm-hmm. Now that's been normalized to call it a jab. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then then Krispy Kreme come out talking about and this is Western medicine. So these are the people that all of y'all who want to continue this narrative, like you know what I'm saying, about how Western medicine is just trying to help us and doctors and all of this shit. So they want us to go get sick. They want us to get diabetes and eat a donut every day if we go get the jab. Exactly. And then you look up the parent company of Krispy Kreme and this motherfucking jab holdings. That can't be real. Like, you know, I, I, like, I know it's real because it's real. Like, if you look it up, but then when you look at it in terms of what are the chances, what's the probability of that? Mm-hmm. Right. It has to be driven by a machine because I can't explain it as consciousness. And, and I call myself divine thought and all of this. There's no way. What are the fucking probabilities that we start using this in our ethos? The word jab, and then the parent company of Krispy Kreme is fucking jab holdings. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Right? It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it, it's just it's it's driven by, it, and that's why I said it. This is not human probabilities that we're dealing with right now. This is AI, man. And I'm not going to go too much more deeper into that, but people got to look into how much AI is really driving what we're dealing with right now, man. Well, well it just it, it doesn't appear real. <laughs> well, before we, you know, jump to another topic, I just want to, you know, for people out there that's listening right now, because I know a lot of you are not going to go research this. So I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to do the nice thing. I'm going to help you out. So look in on Wiki, and I know a lot of the information on Wiki is not particularly accurate, but, you know, just the, you know, the, the summary they have on the ownership behind the Jab Holdings Company is owned by Germany's Ryman family. 90% of Jab belongs to four of the nine adopted children of the late Albert Ryman Jr. They trace their wealth to chemist Ludwig Ryman, who in 1828 joined Joanne Adam Shire, I can't pronounce that name, founder of the namesake chemical company. Ryman married one of Ben Nickishers. Well, I'm going to just say Ben for short because it's spelled B-E-N-C-K-I-S-E-R. So, married one of Ben's daughters and ended up owning their business. Great grandson Albert Ryman Jr. took over after his father died in 1952 and added consumer goods. Initially, each of the nine children had inherited 11.1% of ownership in Jab upon Albert's death in 1984. In the following years, five of their heirs sold their stakes to the other four Matthias Ryman Anderson, Rene Raymond Haas, Stephen Raymond Anderson and Wolfgang Raymond. As of 2015, each of the four owns about 3.8 billion in Jab shares. The primary share, I mean, no, excuse me, the primary share owner of Jab 
as listed in 2016 Consolidated Financial Statements, is an Austrian domicile company, AG, A, A, excuse me, A-G-N-A-T-E-N-S-E, is listed by a private call, a a subsidiary of Joe A. Ben, the guy we mentioned earlier, GMBH, the investment vehicle of the Ryman family. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) I'm glad you read that, fam, because at the end of the day, I was like, do I bring up the Nazi thing or not? Mm. Because... I did recently, you remember the podcast I just did called 1947 Deception, right? Yeah, yeah. And I talked about how, like, you know, in the war, in World War II, how everybody, like, you know, thinks that the war was over at a certain time, but really wasn't, right? Everybody mm-hmm. thinks that that war ended in 1945, right? And without getting too political, it's a touchy subject, but so, like, you know, Everybody, it didn't end. It continued over into Antarctica. There's plenty of evidence to this video footage, the whole thing, if you want to go look it up. But so at the end of the war, at the official end, a lot of those German engineers that were responsible for crafting um, what we called at the time unidentified flying objects. I'm going to just tell y'all there's no such thing as aliens. It's always been a government. But at the end of the day, so like, you know, the German engineering was so much better than ours mm-hmm. at, at, at the time. They just didn't have the funding to make it to mass produce it. Right. So we won the war the same way. If you could clone yourself like 20, 30 times, then you could be the heavyweight champion because you could just overwhelm the heavyweight champion. But if I was just going to knuckle up with a heavyweight champion, I'm going to get my ass beat. I'm not a professional boxer. Right. Mm-hmm. So but if you get enough numbers, you you can beat a more sophisticated system just by numbers. Right. So mm-hmm. that's how we won the war. And then we invited them into our country they got different names they got american names and a lot of you are thinking this sounds like a hulu show it is it's an al pacino show on hulu right now this is what i always say truth in tv and film lies in the media Mm -hmm. right that's that's something you always got to remember because you'll see the truth in tv and film and you'll always hear lies in the media and Mm -hmm. deception in the media so a lot of these families that came over what you were talking about the Reisenhoffers and shit (laughs) right (laughs) I looked into that I looked into that yo I read that same thing that you read but I didn't want to be the white guy talking about the Nazis but so like they came in and and they they got prominent positions in our government they got prominent positions in our in in America in the Mm -hmm. USA right in the corporation that is the West Indian company which owns us they got high prominent positions so that's what you actually was just reading and that's the history on it and now everybody knows and it's just fun facts but it's some shit to think about because when you're reading off all of it like you know whose interests are it goes back to what full circle what i talked about in the very beginning of this foreign interests Mm -hmm. foreign interests are are controlling our country and we just proved it at the from the beginning of the podcast to the end right (laughs) i'm telling you cuz like i'm glad you read that because i wasn't gonna go into all of that but yeah man Nah, i wanted to read it because it just i mean because it's like no it's like now hope that raises another question for you motherfuckers out there who 
slobber whenever you hear the word Krispy Kreme mentioned. Are you really seriously mm-hmm. considering now going to go get that free donut a day for the rest of the year? <laughs> After hearing what you just heard. A donut a donut company that was owned by a chemist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, you know that that you know their 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 parent company has stakes in chemistry and other kind of things that you know involve with science. But you still want to run out mm-hmm. there and get that fucking donut doll. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the chances of the name, right? And then we being programmed with that name ahead of time, man. That's not normal. That's not. What's the probability of that if that was just human? Mm-hmm. Very very low to slim to none. This is AI, man. That that's what I'm saying. I like I'm I'm just I'm to the point now where when I see this type of shit, I, I, sometimes I'm shocked, but I'm really not even shocked anymore, man. When I've just typed in parent company the Krispy Kreme and you see jab holdings and I'm like, oh, that was predictive programming with the jab thing and all the rest of it. I'm like, come on. What are but, the fucking chances of that? But you know, you just said something that was very interesting when you said, you know, truth in movies lies in media. Because, you know, people fail to realize a lot of the stuff that we are seeing unfold before our very eyes in real time now have happened or been played out in some kind of degree on a movie screen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, yep. with everything like that, that's what I was saying earlier is like we living in a living, breathing reality TV show is because now it's like you got the news and media that is narrating the bullshit but they're narrating it with lies you know and they got people out here so hypnotized with lies and bullshit you know a lot of the stuff you know that we have seen in movies over the course of time has in a sense desensitized a lot of people to the things that's going on there so now that these things are happening in real time you're not recognizing it that you may have seen it in captain america at the end when he was in Times Square, or right. you're not realizing that you've seen this same scenario play out in um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes at the beginning, you know, where almost the entire population of Earth was wiped out because of a virus that came about. You know, a lot of people don't see that yep. until, you know, it's, it's presented to them in a way it was like, oh shit, all this fucking time. Now, it makes me wonder about shit like, you know, fucking um, The Walking Dead. All these fucking zombie apocalypse movies it, it, it kind of makes you wonder now because it's like you like it's like what's next you know we've seen it so many times yep. now in other programs and stuff like that what is next to come is the zombie thing something that's really can possibly happen and then you go back and think about 2013 with the uh rudy eugene guy that was found under the uh, freeway in miami gnawing on somebody's face <laughs> yeah there's a lot of questions I mean, to be asked see, at this when, point when you because like you know so you have to redefine the word zombie too like you know like a lot i consider that 80 percent that's going along with everything right now i consider them to be zombies there's really no difference Mm -hmm. so i already consider them to be dead they're not living men living women they're not claiming their right to be a living man they're not claiming their right to be a living woman so this even goes deeper this goes into that conscious realm too like if you are not alive consciously and then you're dead mm-hmm. so like you know that zombie thing doesn't necessarily need to be literally somebody coming back from the dead like you know yeah. or whatever like that it could be symbolism right True. and i believe that that really is what it is that the predictive programming with those kind of um shows and then when you look into it more 
about what's happening to people and that's why i think we can end it here with the whole because i want to get this off i was going to get it off in another podcast but you know we already on topic so with, with the whole va double x thing and the binaries that people are talking about that oh if you get it you get sick or there's people like you know showing all the proof that you get sick if you take it and then there's people like oh you'll get sick if you don't and then somebody like that that bitch that was just crying (laughs) she'll be the first to tell you that if you go get it that you can still transmit it and that you can still get it so what's the point so what's the point of getting it right and then we have these discussions where we get caught up in that battery i was talking about where like you know if the media is telling you one thing like you know a lot of people think and to a degree i do too but i also got to fall back and look at the breadcrumbs it, it, a lot of people think that when that bitch comes out and says something like that that it's fear-mongering for people to go get the vaccine okay i want to break something very important down because this is a thought exercise mm-hmm. that i need people to do there's also as much as they're trying to get people to go get it they're also trying to get people to not get it Mm-hmm. And they try to act as if sometimes they put a, a news report out or an article where they show people who are who have died from getting it or they get sick from getting it or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And they try to act as if they're going to pull back on that. And then, then somebody will be like, oh, see, they put that article out and then they never mentioned it again. And see, that's proof. That's proof. No, mm-hmm. what you're looking at is proof that they put it out. So when you got to start there, nothing is a mistake. Nothing. Mm-hmm that the media does is a mistake so like you know what i mean it's they put that information out there for a reason so people could see that we have no idea what the future is going to be like so if we truly do believe that this va double x and i do has the ability to kill people or to make people sick and that kind of thing it alters your dna that all of that right Mm -hmm. if we truly believe that and then so when we look at the work, how is how is there going to be people that they can still control? Right. When we talked about the beginning of America, how it was more moral, how people own land, they cared more about themselves, which made a better land for everyone. Right. They cared more about themselves, their family owning land, making their own food, that kind of thing. They always start out with morality. Whenever there's a reset, they always reset the world back to morality. Mm -hmm. And then they corrupt the morality. It's a system. Whenever they do a reset, they always reset it back to morality and then corrupt the morality. Mm -hmm. That's the system of the evil, right? So when we're like, you know, these panic people that these uh, um, deception agents that they have these conspiracy theory these theorists like uh david ike and alex jones and all of them these doom and gloom motherfuckers that are Mm -hmm. definitely agents too like you know i'm saying when they say oh we're all gonna die and all of this and everything else no we're not all gonna die because we're not all gonna get the va double x right so at the end of the day i believe that just as much as they want people to be scared to get it they want people to not get it because those same people, it might take a year, it might take a couple months, everybody's body is different. It might take five years, but eventually you might be like, right? That'd be you trying to talk, yeah. right? How are you how how are they gonna have a functioning society with a bunch of people doing that? Right? So I and and when we talk about uh population control in a conspiracy theorist way, it's always all oh, they wanna 
call the herd and kill everyone and all of that. No, they don't. They want mm -hmm. to control people. And what's the fun for the evil person, for the evil, for the whatever you want to call it, Satan, uh, Shaitan, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's mm -hmm. the fun for them if they've already controlled you to the point where you're going numb, numb, numb through a straw and you can't talk, right? right? They've already got you. They don't care. So they want to get the society back to morality so then they can corrupt them. Mm -hmm. Right. That's how it always starts. They have fun with that. So they want a certain portion of the population to not go get it. So then they can corrupt us because we're going to be and it's going to be patience. This is that hard freedom versus easy slavery. Right. We're going to be the ones that are the most valuable. It might be in a year. It might be in two, three years. The ones who don't stand in line to go get euthanized. We're going to be the ones who retain our value. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be the ones that they try to corrupt again. Right. Well, and we're going to teach our kids to not be corrupted. Right. So mm -hmm. it, 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 it's, it's a, it's a battery, man. I'm telling you, and, and this is very important because people are trying to prove to other people, look, they're trying to scare everybody into getting the vaccine. Like, you know, this is all blah, 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 blah. And all, all of that, man, listen, <laughs> I don't care what anyone says they are trying to have it both ways they're mm -hmm. trying to get people to go get it and they're trying to get people to not get it because they plan on resetting yeah. it would be no fun for them to reset to a bunch of brain dead zombies like you said motherfuckers gnawing on motherfuckers face what if that is what happens yeah what if that on some i am legend shit with will smith <laughs> what if that is some shit that like you you know what i mean you what if that is what happens that, yeah. like yeah, so like, you know, and then what was Will Smith? Did he not take it? Mm. What? So in The Walking Dead, the people who ain't dead walking, what, did they not take it? Mm -hmm. They're the ones fighting. They're the ones that retain their value, right? Mm -hmm. When you look at it like, like that, it's always like that in a reset. They always want to corrupt morality. Wouldn't you say in a society that we are at an all-time low with morality in general? Yeah. Definitely we right? are. So how much farther can they push it? They already pushed this version of society to the collapse of most morality. So they've already done it. So what they want to do is reset it and do it again. Yeah. And yes, there's casualties in the meantime, but yeah. you, you know, I just wanted to make that important point because a lot of people are arguing that false binary battery with the VA double X right now, just you know. Man, there's a lot of people who feel like they might not be able to avoid it. There's a lot of whatever, man. At the end of the day, like it's spiritual. Yeah, it's spiritual, man. Well, you it's know, as spiritual as it is physical. If you you bringing up you know spirituality in this whole situation, you know, it makes me think to what's going on currently right here in this city, whereas they're getting ready to roll out what is called an Excelsior Pass, and the Excelsior Pass basi mm. basically is the vaccine passport that you spoke on months ago. And right now they're testing it with the Barclays Center. They're testing it with Madison Square Garden. You're not allowed to enter certain venues unless you have proof of being vaccinated, you know? So they're starting to roll this thing out, you know? And that's another thing that they're using, another tool that they're using to divide people as well, because then you go down to Florida where their governor said they're not having it. No way in hell are they going to have it where you have to show proof in order to enter their venue. But up here, up here, they're trying to make that a thing 
mm-hmm. that they roll out within the next couple of weeks. Whether I mean, probably even by the time people hear this, you know, podcast or whatever the case may be, it would probably already been implemented. Implemented, you know. So they are trying to roll this thing out, and it's it's also mm-hmm. that goes back to what I was saying earlier about choices, because now you're giving people a a, a tough decision to make. Do you risk it and go and get the jab? And then, you know, be able to have access to these things where if you don't, you'll be restricted from entering these venues. So, and then if you think about it, you know, like you said, on the spiritual, you know, this thing is spiritual. You know, you go back to those who grew up in church and you look at the old prophecies in the book of Revelation, you know, where you have to add the mark of the beast in order to be able to, you know, buy, sell and trade. It's it's kind of looking you know pretty similar to that right now. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, man, that's a lot to unpack because if you were AI and you were trying to move the population around, wouldn't you want it like that to create a Goldilocks reality where it's not too hot, not too cold? If if the people want to still go to outside venues and all of that, and then they move them over here and the people who are fine with the shit and then they move them over there. It's a way of, it's a way of moving the population around. It's, and it's always consent. You've heard me talk about this in the past where I'm like, it's all consensual. Right. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, shut up. You fucking, I don't consent. And then they just consent to everything. And then they prove my point And then they're just mad because I was right. And then they never say it. Right. So like, you know what I mean? And it, it this whole thing has been consent based right like you know what i mean it's it's whatever you choose to do they're not holding someone down and putting the shit in their arm there there's no military coming in your house holding you down putting that shit in your arm they're like do you want this privilege of going to this sporting event where grown men play with balls or do you want this where you like you know what i mean and then so people would assume that i'm going to be on that florida governor's side mm-hmm. fuck that florida governor you know why I say that? Because I refuse to get inside of that battery. I refuse mm-hmm. to get inside like the Texas thing with that with Governor whatever he is Abbott. Like I, fuck him, fuck the fuck the Florida senator or governor for even saying that because it's not up to him to say whether or not we need a pass or whatever. It's not up to him. It's our God given right to go wherever the fuck we want to go. You can't impede the travel of a born man. Mm-hmm. Jesus walked. You, you, you can't impede my travel, man. It don't matter. It don't matter if I got a piece of paper saying I got a needle. Nothing. You can't stop me from going nowhere. I'm a born, I'm a born man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't need the permission of that Florida governor. What they're doing is they're playing false binaries and they're hurting people. They're hurting people like sheep. They're hurting them in the certain areas. They're doing certain things. They're destructing cities right now and they're trying to confuse people into these false binaries and everything like that like you know what i mean and and it's working but at the same time there's some of us where it's just not working man i'm not falling for these breadcrumbs anymore i'm done man some of us are fucking done with this shit some of us are so fucking frustrated with this shit where we're like yo i'm done Mm -hmm. and yes it is in the book of revelation where like you know everybody gets to the point where they can't uh do certain things like you know what i'm saying without accepting the mark and yeah. all of that but so you can look at it and when you look at it that way god is whatever you got like you know looking at it like god's trying to tell you do you look at your world 
in a physical way or do you look at your world in a spiritual way because you're reading a spiritual book and interpreting it in a physical way mm-hmm. right and we got to get more in tune with that living man that spirit that spark of light that made us right so when 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 you take the mark is that a physical mark mm-hmm. or is that a spiritual mark exactly like you know is is are you spiritually defeated to to shaitan to satan to the evil are 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 you spiritually defeated or are you are you claiming that hard freedom like you know because in every holy book the torah the like you know the quran the bible it wasn't easy for the righteous it wasn't like you know what i'm saying no matter how how they walked it wasn't an easy walk right like you know what i'm saying they was always facing problems they was always facing problems from the people who were willing to take the orders from the pharisees from the people that controlled that government at that time like you know what i mean it's always hard freedom over easy slavery and so yeah the mark could be this i doubt it i doubt it and i doubt it simply because i don't look at spiritual I don't look at spiritual things in a physical way, but I do mm. believe that if you manifest your spirit, it can help you physically, right? Yeah. Like, you know, cause there's people like that are just crying that they have to do this to keep their job and all of that kind of thing. And I'm like, look, man, you can't keep, you can, I would say that you do it, whatever you feel like you got to do to keep what, cause I know how it feels to be homeless and I don't feel like people should need that choice. And I feel like it's a fucked up situation that exactly. where people need to make that choice. Right. So like, you know, do it, but don't let it affect your spirit. And then you can't have a strong spirit and keep being able to say, well, I'm reluctantly getting it. Mm -hmm. If you reluctantly get it once, I feel like maybe that's not going to affect you. But this is going to be shots every year. How many months ago did I say that this ain't going to be a one and done vax, fam? Before they was even talking about this shit. I said this, right? Mm -hmm. I said this almost a fucking year ago that it wasn't going to be a one and done. It's going to be every year, multiple times a year. And I've been said that, right? So, like, you know, I've seen this shit coming. They already talking right. about and I, I knew that. Yeah, and, but I said it before this was even in the ethos. I know. Like, I said this before it was even said. Like, you know what I mean? And people called me wrong at the time. And you know why I wasn't wrong? It's not because I'm some prophet. It's not because I'm some psychic. All of that's nonsense. It's because I have good intuition. And I see what the I see what the the evil does. And then I study it and, like, know your enemy. Right. Like know your enemy. Like I, I'm, I'm a God fearing man, but I know what the Luciferians do. I studied mm-hmm. the Luciferian church. Know your enemies. Right. Like it makes you a better warrior. So then you're able to get ahead of shit. And that's how I'm able to, to, to be right months ahead of time. It's nothing to do with me. Like, you know, did I create that spirit that went into me to make <laughs> no, like, you know what I mean? I, I'm pulling from the ether to be able to do that but you can't reluctantly get the jab every year look at what's going on and then if you have to reluctantly get it to not be homeless then man i feel for you and i truly do i'm not being facetious i truly do but at the end of the day you can't reluctantly get it every year this might mean hard freedom over easy slavery this might mean getting up out of them cities dog i say that right and i'm from the city like you know and everybody i know and love is from one Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so and but I lived down south for a while. I know the country life and everything and farming and homesteading and all of that. It's not appealing. OK, but then so do you which one do you want? Do you want the prisons that are cities? They're just prisons that were built. Forty seven percent of America is barren land. 
but mm-hmm. we have a population problem. And in one sense, we do because the cities are overrun. No. But at the same time, there's all these places for people to live, right? <laughs> like it's just it's it's the system that's it's the system they built that they're resetting. It's the system they built that is failing. Mm-hmm. This might be the time where some of the people that I'm talking to, that's like, yo, man, you bugging with all of that grow your tomato shit, nah. like you know. And I've had this conversation with people that I fuck with, like you know, that I fuck with for 20, 30 years, and they're like, man, all that get your own land, grow your own shit, man. Come on, dog. Like I ain't with that. Okay, well then you love your privileges as a slave. Then don't be mad. Then just do the system. Then get your jab. Do what you need to do. Follow their system. Then mm-hmm. the, the, you're either in the system or you're not. You you either see the system for what it is or you're spiritually out of it. Like I'm I'm still in the city right now saying this shit. Like I'm not holier than thou. I got some shit to do. I gotta mm-hmm. build myself. I should have been did it. Okay, so there's me being humble. I should have been did it, but I'm doing it right. Yeah. I'm looking at land every day. I I got I got like bids in on things, man. I got investors. I'm talking to people every day. Yo, you want to get in on this? We can have our own community, build our own community up, right? So yeah. like you know, there's answers. When everybody's like you know, this is just impending doom. Like yeah, it is. For anybody who wants to stay that zombie. It's impending doom, man. Mm. You're going to walk around sipping through a straw with somebody who didn't take the vaccine feeding you. It, 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 like, it <laughs> is what it is. It's impending. So at the same time, do you want to get in? Do, what, what do you want? Yeah. <clears throat> you don't want the land. Okay, I'm corny. I, I'm, yeah, Divine Thoughts corny, talking about all that farmland shit. Cool. Got it. I'm going to try to hit you in two years and somebody else is going to answer your phone like, well, he's doing better today. Yeah. He can open his eyes okay which system do you want to do and like you know maybe that's a good place to end it but like you know shit man like you know this is the reality that we're facing well before we end it officially i want to ask the people out there a question and feel free to hit me on twitter or send me an email at nsr.fml at gmail.com and i'm going to ask you to really deeply consider this if you knew what you know now wherever you at in life if you know what you know now and if you had a a chance to go back and change what your future or your outcome is going to be would you do it and that's a that's a question i want to ask people and i want to see if i can get some real feedback on that one because it makes me wonder if people you know with, with everything we just discussed here tonight and with everything everybody you know they got their own observations so I feel as though it's a very valid question right now. And I feel as though it's a very good question that I would love to hear some interaction from, from the audience. If you're listening still at this particular point in this program, then let us know what you think. And like you said, you know, I think that's a good point, you know, a good point right there to, you know, like you say, in this plane, I mean, land is playing on and everything. So right. before we get up out of here, is there anything that you want to include before we, you know, wrap things up? I'm just, you know, as always, man, you know, I, we we talk about deep topics. And like you said, people have their own thoughts. Right. And they might not have a platform like we do to speak on it. So hit us up. You can hit me up at for all matters podcast at Gmail dot com. Like usual for mm-hmm. right now, you can still hit me up on Twitter at Divine Thought TM. Check out my Odyssey channel. 
Library, all of that for all matters. Kawan J Radio, eleven oh five p.m. Eastern Standard Time, all of that good stuff. Yeah, you know, chances are you're gonna get more of a response before I do because you know that's just the way this whole thing works. But you know, definitely, I would like to hear you know what people out there feel or how they think and. What are their thoughts on tonight's podcast? And as always, I do, you know, invite people to contact me and to interact. You know, you can do so by hitting me up on Twitter at the Emilio Wackbar, or you can send me an email to nsr.fml at gmail.com. And I definitely do check and answer my emails. So if you are out there, if you want to get acquainted with me, if you want to, you know, just say, you know, anything that you feel directed towards this podcast so if you want to tell me i'm an asshole if i don't know shit let me know i definitely want to hear how you feel out there so feel free to hit me up and you can check out my podcast the emilio's memoirs podcast available now on soundcloud at soundcloud.com forward slash nonstop dash radio dash show anything else you want to add i think i'm good man Okay. Well, I'm good too. And you know, we get a sign out for the evening. And like he says, he said his peace. I'm saying peace. And to all of y'all, y'all have a good night out there. You know? Peace.